Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Ma'ayum buntag santanan. Buenos dias, mi hermanos y hermanas. Good morning to everyone. We're in Psalm 102 today. Psalm 102. Um, and when you when you come on, if you'll give me the thumbs up or put a comment so I'll know you're watching. I know it's kind of early for a Saturday morning for most of you. I'm going to go ahead and dive in here. Uh, most of you will come back and uh, watch later. I really appreciate you participating with these daily morning devotions. Not sure how long they'll go. It could be from now till the cows come home or now till Jesus takes us home. Um, I do know I'm, I'm headed to the, uh, hey, Sister Shelley, I'm headed to the Philippines tomorrow night. <clears throat> and I do plan to I do plan to send Facebook live videos. There's a 12-hour difference. So sometimes it may be eight or nine o'clock at night over there, which will be eight or nine o'clock in the morning over here. Sometimes I may get up and do a video. Uh, first few days, I'll probably have jet lag. <laughs> I may do a video at four o'clock in the morning over there, which will be four o'clock in the afternoon over here. So just be patient with me. Most of you, I'm sure, will come back and watch them later. Uh, I, I do want to do some live videos in the worship services, though. Uh, we'll have worship services like seven o'clock at night. Um, and so I would like you to get kind of a flavor and a feel for what we're doing over there. Anyway, Psalm 102. So I got up this morning and I read Psalm 102 and I went, oh my gosh, <laughs> not about that in the Bible. I'm going, oh my gosh, man, that's almost like depressing. And then I went back over and read it slowly out loud and made notes in my journal. Every day almost, I encourage you to keep a journal when you're reading through Scripture. So I want to read to you a few verses from Psalm 102 and then come back and make some comments. Okay, so if you look at the, the superscription, I've been sharing that the superscription is a little bit of information that's given on some of the Psalms, not all the Psalms, on some of the Psalms, before you actually get to the first verse. So I'm reading from the New Living Translation today, but the King James has the same. The superscription says, a prayer of one overwhelmed with trouble, pouring out problems before the Lord. So that gives a little bit of an idea of, um, of, what, the, of what the psalmist is trying to convey to us. So the psalmist is going through a hard time he feels overwhelmed with the trouble he's in. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever go through trouble? In the midst of your trouble, do you ever feel overwhelmed? Like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything about this. What We all do. Either now or in the past or in the future, we've all had times and seasons of trouble where we're just absolutely overwhelmed. And I've, 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 I've been in seasons like that before, and I just go, Lord, like, if you don't help me out, I don't have any help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you don't help a brother out here, I don't have any help. Like, there's nothing I can do about this except put my trust in you. So listen to some of these verses, then I'll make some comments. 
Verse one, Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my plea. Don't turn away from me in my time of distress. Bend down to listen. Answer me quickly when I call to you. He's desperate here. For my days disappear like smoke and my bones burn like red hot coals. My heart is sick, withered like grass. I've lost my appetite because of my groaning. I am reduced to skin and bones. I am like an owl in the desert, like a little owl in a far off wilderness. I lie awake, lonely as a solitary bird on the roof. My enemies taunt me day after day. They mock and curse me. I eat ashes for food. My tears run down my into my drink because of your anger and wrath. So he's kind of blaming what he's going through on God here. For you've picked me up and thrown me out. That's how he feels, okay? He feels like God is coming against him. My life passes away swiftly as the evening shadows. I'm withering away like grass. Now watch the shift here. But you, O oh Lord, will sit on your throne forever. Your fame will endure to every generation. Now listen to verse number 18. Uh, that was verse 12. Listen to verse number 18. Let this be recorded for future generations so that a people not yet born will praise the Lord. And the last two verses, verse 27, 28. But you are always the same. You will live forever. The children of your children will live in security. Their children's children will thrive in your presence. What an awesome song. song. So I have to admit to you now, when I got up and read it this morning, uh, I've ever, I don't think I've ever actually studied through this psalm. I know I've read it in passing in, in, in years in the past, but, but today I read it and I went, oh my gosh, like what a, what a sad, what a sad song to write. What a, what a bummer to start off my day. But then I finished reading it and oh my gosh, what an awesome song this is. Why? I want you to get two thoughts today. Okay. Just two thoughts. What he does is he puts paper to pen and the psalmist writes down how he feels. Now, how we feel is how we feel, okay? Feelings are legitimate. Man is made in the image of God. God is spirit, soul, and body. I mean, I mean, God is um, Father, Son, and Spirit. He's triune, Trinity, triune. And man is spirit, soul, and body. Man is triune. Our soul is our mind our emotions, how we feel, and our will. So part of our being is our soul, and we do have feelings. But what happens is a lot of times we get in trouble in the body of Christ because we allow our souls to rule our lives instead of our spirits. We allow our souls to dictate uh, to us how we're going to respond in situations rather than our spirit. So he talks about how he feels and then before he stops, he writes about what he knew. So listen to how he felt, okay? And, and just make note of these. You can come back and watch the video later if you wanna write them down. I'm gonna go pretty quickly. Notice how he feels. Verse two, he felt like God was far away. Verse three, he felt like life was meaningless. Verse three, he felt like his bones were burning 
possibly because he had a fever. Verse 4, loss of appetite leading to uh, weight loss. Now, you know, everybody's trying to lose weight these days, uh, but but like some people, some people lose weight. Some people lose weight when they get into a situation like this and they lose their appetite and they just stop eating. And you ever seen somebody and you go, oh, wow, man, they've lost a lot of weight. And you go, well, I wonder if they've been exercising. I wonder if they've been eating right. Wonder, and it turns out they've been going through a rough time. And when they're in dark days, they lose their appetite and stop eating. So that's where the psalmist is. He lost his appetite. He quit eating and it was losing weight because of that in an unhealthy way. Number six, he felt alone. Number eight, he felt persecuted and rejected. He felt like even God had rejected him. Number nine, he felt sadness and tears. Verse 10, he was painfully aware of all of his failures. Verse 10, he felt tossed aside by God. Verse 11, he felt darkness coming in. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that way? Or are you feeling that way now? God's far away. Life is meaningless. Uh, your body doesn't feel good, whether it's legitimate sickness or you just you just feel like your bones are burning. Loss of appetite. Feel alone. Uh, feel persecuted and rejected. Sadness. Flow, tears flowing. Uh, painfully aware of your failures. You feel tossed aside. You feel darkness. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The deal and the real. Most of us, at at least one time in our lives have felt what he was feeling. Most of us have been in distress. Most of us have been in darkness or danger at least one time in our spiritual journey and we felt this way. Now here's how the psalmist came through, what I call coming through on the side of victory. Here's how he came through on the side of victory. He not only wrote how he felt, he wrote what he knew. And that is key. He wrote what he knew. Remember what Jesus said in John chapter 8. He had just preached after the uh, the woman that was caught in adultery. Remember that? And finally he said, go and sin no more. And he's right there at the temple. A crowd gathers in, so Jesus preaches. And as Jesus is preaching, the Bible says many Jews believed on him. So now Jesus is preaching. Isn't that awesome? Jesus is preaching Jesus. Many believed on him. And then Jesus said this to those that had just believed on him. If you continue in my word, if you dwell in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. So the sign of a disciple is we continue in his word. Whoa. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. You shall have the revelation of the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now watch the, watch the progression here. Okay? Have you believed on Jesus? All right, continue in his word. As you continue in his word, that is a telltale sign, evidence that you are a disciple of his. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciple indeed. Now continue in his word. We're following Jesus. Then he said, and you shall know the truth. You have the revelation of the truth. What well, John 17, 17, Jesus said that God's word is truth. Now watch me here, okay? The people that have the revelation of truth are the people that continue in the truth. So if you continue in the truth, hey, hey, Sarah, I'm almost done here. We're in Psalm 102. Please go back to the, to, to the start when I'm finished here. So Psalm 102 is the truth. So Jesus would say to us, 
continue in my word, you're my disciple, you will know the truth. See, we continue in the word, then we have the revelation of truth of the word, and that's the revelation of the truth, and then the word will make us free. Because people always use part of that verse, oh yeah, you know, uh, truth will make you free, yeah, but you gotta continue, in the, you gotta have the You don't know the truth, it won't set you free. You, you can't get you can't get set free if you don't know. <laughs> That'll tweet right there. So that's what the psalmist is in 102. He wrote what he knew. As overwhelming and overpowering as all these negative emotions he felt. He felt God was away from him, life was meaningless, his, his bones were burning. Um, he felt physically sick. He had loss of appetite. He felt alone. He felt persecuted. He felt rejected. He felt sad. His tears were flowing. He was aware of all his failures and weaknesses. He felt tossed aside. He felt darkness coming in. He felt that, but he also knew something. He knew the truth. If you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Now, so then he wrote in verse 12, here's the shift. He wrote about the sovereignty of God. After he listed all those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten feelings and emotions, deep emotions, they were real. But then he came back and basically said, God's in charge. Whoa, bam. Remember that today. Whatever situation you're in, go back to verse 12, and you will know that God is in charge. Verse 13. He talks, excuse me, talks about how God has appointed times. And then he writes about those appointed times in history past. God has appointed times. And so the way I pray is, when I get into a season like this, I pray with faith and hope looking forward that God has an appointed time to bring me through this. God has an appointed time to bring me through this, like God brought Israel through all of their challenging times and darknesses and how God no doubt brought the psalmist through. So he knew the sovereignty of God. He knew that God has appointed times. Verse 18, he knew, the, he knew the power of testimony. The power of testimony. So he's writing this as a testimony to future generations as to the sovereignty of God, and God has an appointed time. So, so when you when you're, find yourself in darkness like he is, tell your testimony. To tell your testimony, you've got to go back and remember the test you've been through, how God was faithful, and watch what happened. When we tell our testimony... God starts encouraging us because we're reminding ourselves while we're telling other people, we're reminding ourselves that God is sovereign. There are appointed times and God will see me through. Bam! I'm finna start preaching right here. I am just finna start preaching and throw down. And then verse 27, he says, God is the same. So he realizes even in the difficulty that God hasn't changed. God will not abandon him. God is faithful. And then verse 28, the theme of that is pressing on and persevering. He pretty much says, I'm going to press on. We're going to press on. We're going to persevere. That's my encouragement to you today. All right, press on, persevere. Remember the sovereignty of God. Remember he has appointed times. Remember the power of your testimony. And remember, this is just a season in your life. This is not your life. This is just a season. Hey, God bless y'all. Uh, hope to see you sometime. I'll probably come back to you before church service tomorrow, probably somewhere at 8.30, quarter to 9, 9 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Hey, man, God bless you.